The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Focusing on the art and music created in times of pandemic. At first you might think, huh? Uh, but take some time and let's work through this with the host of the History of New Music. He's a broadcaster, author, and public speaker, Alan Cross. Welcome back to the show. Well, thanks very much. It's nice to have you back here. So reality is, though, that tough times, death, uncertainty really has been vital for for making great music, for art and theater for centuries, hasn't it? Eons, actually. If we can go all the way back to the first real um, documented pandemic, which was in Greece, about 430 B.C., and one of the things that came out of that was Greek tragedy, a form of theater that later informed uh, how the Romans did theater, and then that in itself affected theater all the way through until the, we get to uh, the Enlightenment in, in, in the, the mid uh, you know the mid second second millennium. Um, if you, if you look at where the Enlightenment began. Uh, or the Renaissance began, which was in Florence, Italy. And it was really, really hard hit by the Black Death. About half the population was killed in a very short period of time, between 1348 and 1350. Yet that is where this new thinking began to take hold. And as a result, we had all this new art and philosophy and music and so many other things that were divorced from the idea that you spent your time here on Earth and then you trying to be a good person so you could get to heaven in the afterlife. Uh, the mm. thinking behind the Renaissance was, well, wait a second. And, you know, we're here for a good time, not a long time. So we might as well try and figure out, you know, how we can make our existence on Earth better. Then we can go all the way to the plague of London in uh, between the late 1500s until about 1606, 1607. A tremendous amount of art came out of that time when people were dying in the streets. Shakespeare wrote Anthony and Cleopatra, uh, Macbeth and King Lear, all in 1606, while everything was going down in London. At that same time, you had artists like Vivaldi and Bach come together and start experimenting with new forms of, of music, new modalities of music. We got rid of something called Pythagorean Turing, and we went into something else, whatever. Uh, and that was the <laughs> beginning of the Baroque movement of music, which lasted for 200 years. So uh, another example I'll give you is is in the early 1900s, New Orleans was one of the most unhealthy places that you could live. A black man in New Orleans did well if he lived to the age of 36. There was the swamp, and there was typhus, and typhoid, and yellow fever, and malaria. It was just an awful place. But out of that stew comes ragtime, and out of ragtime comes jazz, and jazz is the thing that drives culture forward in North America for 50 years after that. So uh, anxious times often result in great art. And you got a lot of people who are musicians, painters, sculptors, writers, sitting at home with nothing to do except muse, you know, do what they do best, which is, which is create art. 
Well, muses, muses come in all different forms, don't they? And uh, I think we've, you know, you've outlined some of that. And moving forward, it'll be interesting to see how, um, you know, what comes out of this. To be honest with you, on on this front, I think, I think, you know, and, and it wasn't a pandemic, but I go back to September 11th, and I think about some of the stuff that came out of that. Some of the great, some great music came out of that. You think about um, HIV and AIDS and that epidemic what happened you know during the the 80s and 90s and some of the great um uh, plays that came out of that as well i know some people might be thinking oh this is kind of morbid but the truth is it happens yeah it, it, it definitely does and right now again you've got a lot of artists who are sidelined not able to do anything except sit with their thoughts so um, i would imagine that you know, towards the end of this year, we're going to receive. There's going to be a huge glut of music as as people, you know, once this all passes and we're uh, you know be able to leave our homes again. I think the the fall and early part of the winter is going to be just slammed with new music um, because of of you know a pent up demand and b pent up supply. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I just don't know what kind of what form this music is is going to take. Is it going to be, you know, uh, you know, sad, somber, anxious, fearful, angry, or is it going to be, you know, don't worry, you know, there's there are better days ahead. There's, you know, you've got your 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 partners and your family and you know their love and, and attention and humanity and you know all that kind of. It, we kind of go back to the 1930s with, during the depths of depression. And the reason the movies did so well back then was because people were seeking some kind of escape. They would go to the films and see a Busby Berkeley musical, for example. Uh, mm-hmm. We may end up seeing exactly the same sort of thing with this pent-up sort of feeling of, of, you know, I'm tired of being scared. I'm glad this is over. And we just may have this bursting of, of joyful music towards the end of the year. It, it could go either way. Yeah, how do you think long term? Just the the arts, the music community. The, this is going to impact. I mean, we've seen so much. You know, tours canceled, uh, left, right, and center. We've seen a lot of artists going online, doing a, a lot of fun stuff there for their for their listeners, for their fans. I mean, we're we're seeing a we're seeing some artists connect in a different way than they have before, and it's been a really cool experience for a lot of people. I wonder what that means moving forward when this is all said and done. Well, let's talk about the bad stuff. I think a number of artists are just not going to be able to make it through without having any meaningful sort of, of income. So they're going to they're going to drop off. They just can't survive, and they're going to have to go on to do something else. I think you're going to see some venues close who just can't survive. I think you're going to see some promoters go under for the, exactly the same sort of reason. So there is going to be a culling of the herd. There's just no way around it, which is extremely sad because we don't have enough music venues to go around now. Mm-hmm. We need more, and I think we're going to end up with less. On the positive side, you're having musicians understand new uses of technology, you know, you know how you, uh, doing things like the, the live streams from home. You're having fans understand that their favorite artists need to be supported monetarily if you're not buying records and you're not going to gigs, well, maybe what you do is go to one of these virtual concerts and throw a few bucks into their Patreon account or whatever. Mm-hmm. In fact, Patreon has seen an increase of 30,000 Patreon accounts in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So our artists are making a little bit of money from these virtual shows. 
Um, the other thing, too, is that uh, I, I think that we will appreciate the privilege of being able to go to see music live. Art is best experienced with, with physical presence. So once we get through all this, uh, I think we will, you know, after we get past being a little distrustful, being out in public with a lot of other people, I, I think we're, we're going to see a, a real big explosion of people want, you know, pent up demand, people wanting to get out, people wanting to socialize, people wanting to celebrate with music and theater and movies and everything else. Uh, but it's, it's still a few months off. Uh, it sounds like you're going to have another chapter to write, huh? <laughs> I think I am. You know, one of the things that, that I've been encouraging artists to do is during this time, keep a diary. You know, follow what you're you're doing on a day-to-day basis because you'll want to go back and look and see how you felt and how your feelings and your observations changed over the course of, of this crisis. Hey, that's good advice for everybody. Alan, I want to thanks for your, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah, Alan Cross joining me this afternoon, the host of the History of New Music. He's, of course, a broadcaster, an author, a public speaker. But, yeah, when you listen to some of the things that uh, he's telling us and, you know, how different episodes and pandemics and health, um, you know, issues and impacts on the world uh, spawned uh, new types of music or a new way of thinking and just go back and I had mentioned you know HIV and AIDS for a moment um, you look at some of the Broadway musicals that came out from it you rent uh, the plays Angels in America to the books the band played on and what about Philadelphia the music uh, Philadelphia I think of um, and, and again I I'm not even saying that it has to be, you know, pandemic, but I think that that moments that have huge impacts on our world, um, whether it could be, for example, 9/11, uh, there was some great music that that came out of uh, out of that. I mean, uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, the Rising album, which won the Grammy that year and I think about um, you know Alan Jackson where were you when the world stopped turning you think about um, again 9-11 and and the play Come From Away that uh, just rolled through here um, about a year ago I mean moments when we have to pause and take a look at how we live and the changes to the way we live and the impact on the way we live and oftentimes loss oftentimes also leads um, to 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 some beauty maybe in a different way when it comes to, to music or when it comes to literature or when it comes to uh, culture and, and what you see on, on stages. But yeah, it was an interesting article. If you want to check it out, you can. Um, it's, it, it's talking about you know, arts and culture and pandemics. You can find it on globalnews.ca.